Hey everyone, welcome to She Brigade, the podcast. I'm your host, Bilun Jamusemeche. At She Brigade, we aim to empower by aspiring to storytelling. On this show, we chat to different phenomenal women around South Africa, and we dive into their stories and journeys that have led them to where they are today. Let's dive in. Okay. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of She Brigade. On today's show, I'm so excited. We have, like, honestly, a powerhouse, right? We have Javuli Leogwala, who is a head of marketing, but also the CEO of Black Lion, which owns In Good Company and Secret Republic. I see you actually wearing Secret Republic yes, leggings today. I'm always yeah. in Secret Republic. <laughs> you have to represent yourself, right? If you're not going to market yourself, who exactly. Cool. Yeah, so you, you, you studied a BSc in computer science. Yes. But now you're in a marketing you're in a marketing career, yeah. and you also have a, your postgraduate diploma in business management, yeah, from Henley Business School, yeah. And I also read that you're currently registered for your masters, yes, while running in good company, yes. and Secret Republic, and also yes. as head of marketing where you yes. work. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so um, welcome to the show. So it sounds hectic when you say it. It, it <laughs> I feel like it probably is. <laughs> like you're downplaying a lot. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Okay, so um, on the show, we like to take it all, all the way back to the beginning. Okay. So tell us about Javulila growing up, who you are, what influenced you, um, yeah, your journey when you were growing up. Yeah, so I am from the East Rand, so I'm mm-hmm. from Katlehong, and I actually grew up a tomboy, funny enough. Okay. So in my street, um, there were no girls, so literally I had to play with boys, like Pete. Kids my age were all boys. Yeah. So from a very early age, I just had to learn how to be tough because you know how it is playing with boys. Mm. One day they're happy to play with you. Yeah. And like after five minutes, they're like, okay, now we're playing boys things. Like you must leave. Yeah. And you're like, actually, no, I'm not going to leave because where am I going to go? Who am I going to play with? So I'm staying. So I've always just had to have that kind of fight all the, the time tough, for the things that I want. Yeah. Um, and I guess maybe that is what kind of uh, groomed me to um, the woman that I am today. Okay. Um, growing up in the dusty street, I loved playing. I've always been an outdoorsy kind of girl. Um, so that, was, that for me was lots of fun. And I bring that up because fast forward 30 years later, it takes me at least a week or two to finish a book. Oh. And it has to be a book that I really, really love. Because yeah. I actually didn't grow up reading. We are yeah. t- we're mm. always storytelling, but we're always just playing outside. Yeah. So um, that is me. And then I went to school at uh, Izibugo Primary School. And I changed schools in like grade six. Then started into multiracial and all the way up to matric, which had its own challenges. You know, learning um, about yourself, learning a new language, mm. learning to be in a diverse um, space, um, learning you know how to navigate as a minority. Yeah. So it's all of those things that uh, you kind of learn at a, at a young age, especially mm. back then when it was still new to all of us. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was primary high school and then after matric I actually wanted to be a fashion designer funny enough um and hence oh. there is a Sigur Republic today you, you actually became a fashion designer <laughs> yeah but my mom was just not having that I think um growing up being good in maths and science um she was like no you have to follow this because she didn't understand fashion mm. enough for her to be able to say are you gonna be able to do something it's an with actual this thing? Career. So, exactly so she was like no 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 um, I ended up in Peter Marisburg, um, 
studying computer science and I quite enjoyed it. Okay. And I, because for me, our discussion was if I am going to do science, I'd want to do science that has a little bit of creativity. And at that time, computer science was new programming. I mean, Mm. you can make a computer do anything now if you're a good programmer, which was quite exciting. Um, So I studied that, graduated, and then decided that I actually want to do marketing. In so the, when, wait, when did that come about? Were you so, already working? Or? So I think maybe my second or third year, um, there's a guy that we went to class with, uh, Bruce. You know, um, I actually don't remember his surname, but I remember his face very clearly uh-huh. and uh, his name. His name was Bruce, but Bruce loved computer science so much. He came back one of the holidays and he was telling us that um, he spent his entire holidays um, programming and trying to crack into yeah. different sites. And not because he actually wanted to do anything, mm. but just be, just to prove to himself that actually he's a better programmer than the person who did. And he was very chuffed with himself and he was really good. Mm. And I actually then had a come to Jesus moment with myself and I said, I'm not this passionate about programming. Okay. I'm, I'm not yeah. this passionate that every single, you know, minute of the day, I just want to think about programming. Mm. I just want to, and that's when I said, what is it that moves me? And mm. hence marketing. So I've actually, I've never studied marketing, but I really, really. How, how, how did you know it was marketing? Like what, so what did I you know actually, about marketing at the time? So, I mean, all I knew about marketing was that, um, you know, I had friends who were in the space. They have lovely brands. They throw very lovely events. <laughs> they do, um, they make very great adverts and yeah. they convince us to buy things that we don't need. Okay. So that's all I knew. Mm. Um, so I started my career and um, I was in Durban at the time. I started as a sales again in a role where I was the only female Mm. and I was the youngest and I had a a line manager who was new um, and looking to step change the team so he used to push me a lot because he knew I mean the old the oldies in the team Mm. they'd been in the business for long they're like this is how we do things you're not going to change us so so he was just like then I'm going to ride this one and because, you know, you're like this young overachiever wanting to always do things, <laughs> yeah. I ended up just learning so much. Okay. Um, and that's how I then just got to learn marketing on, on the job. Mm. Um, he wanted to have a team which was self-sufficient. So as much as it was a sales team, he wanted to do his own marketing and all sorts of things. So um, I could go out and learn from the brand teams, which were based in Johannesburg at the time. And yeah, the rest of it was history. Because then, because you are curious, and uh, because you show interest um, in the next role, by the time it becomes available, it's a no-brainer. It just goes, oh, but this girl has already been doing these brand things. Yeah. But this girl has already been doing these trade things. So for me, that was a great lesson to actually learn as coming from my first line manager. So that's why I'm actually very passionate about leadership because mm. especially – um, when you're starting out in your career, your leader can make or break you. That's um, true. Yeah, because they can scar you for life, mm-hmm. depending on how they lead you. Um, so I was quite fortunate. Uh, I mean, Dexter was an amazing, amazing, amazing leader. Um, so that is how I ended up here with the, my life of marketing. Okay. Very interesting, actually. Was it, was it hard getting into marketing with a computer science degree? Um, so, no. You know, I... I'd, I think once I was in, 
So it was it was hard for the business to accept that a computer scientist is trying to be a sales rep. Mm. But once I got over that and I was in the business because I was curious and I was putting myself in spaces where I wanted to learn. And I, I was always, you know, that girl, no, it's fine. I'm happy to learn. I'm happy to try. Mm. Um, is there a problem? I'm happy to participate. Oh, please also add me to this team. And that's how I learned yeah. what marketing was and what was needed, okay. um, learning different functions. Because then, you know, because the marketing mix is so intertwined, sales, brand, trade marketing, if if you don't understand or have an appreciation of most of it, it becomes difficult for you to do your job. You know, you can't just ask R&D to produce mm. something that manufacturing can make just because you think it's a great idea. You have to understand the full You circle. have to just, you Maybe, know, understand yeah. and have an appreciation of, okay, actually, this is what we can manufacture. This is what consumers are looking mm. for. This is how we are selling. This is, um, and that for me was um, the great part and, and great learning. Okay. And how was your journey then to where you are as head of marketing now in corporate? Yeah. How, how was that? It was tough. So um, I, I've held a number of different positions. Um, and for me, your leadership is everything. Because when you have a great leader, you can really, really thrive. Um, I've worked under amazing leaders. I've worked under disengaged leaders. I've worked under... Um, downright mean leaders. Mm. So um, I've seen quite a bit of um, leadership in practice and in order for me to um, have a, I'd actually say like a clear view on what kind of leader I'd like to be yeah. and what kind of leader I'd like to, you know, help other women also just, discover yeah because yeah. you know sometimes and i mean some of the toughest leaders i've had actually were female um and it's a number of reasons you know like you you grow up now and you're just like if i find you now you know how to identify them from the time they like let's have an interview you're like you already mm, know i'm not gonna work <laughs> with you no yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah for me that's um the journey has been tough um, and I think maybe my first senior role, um, that's when I started in Good Company, actually. I started it okay. because of the challenges in corporate. Mm. Um, and for me, the biggest thing was we were all just faking it, you know. Everyone just looking like, you got this. Yeah. And you're like, okay, you know, we're all getting by, but we're like, we're all stressed. <laughs> and then we are looking at, like, the guys and you're like, but why do they look like they're more calm like than we are? Like, like what's happening? Mm. Like, I mean, you know, you you speak to your counterparts and you're like, aren't you going to the same meeting that you and I are going to? Why am I stressed? Are you, you, been, not? Yeah, you were up all night. Yeah, like, why are you so chilled? Yeah. Um, and I remember having a conversation with my director at the time, who is also an amazing, amazing leader. Um, and he just, I mean, he just clarified it for me. And he said, it's not personal. The one thing that women do is just we take things so personally. We sit in a board meeting and there's a discussion about a, a project that failed and we want to internalize it. And then As we, if want we to, are the failures. Yeah. And then it's about us. He's like, no, it's not, it's not personal. So if we're having a conversation now 
and it's a tough conversation because the numbers didn't come and everyone is getting heated and this and that is said. It, it is what it is. It was the meeting. It's done. Mm. When I walk out of there, it's done. Like, I'm not taking that with me. Mm. I'm not going to now go home and be like, but when I said this point, then he responded with that point. Therefore, it meet now. He's like, no, it's done. It was that moment. And actually, I agree. That thing was a stuff up. So let's fix it. And move on. And move on. Yeah. And sometimes we also try too hard because we want to be so perfect. Mm. When something is falling apart, instead of just saying, Ish, guys, this is not working. I made a bad decision, so let's move on. Guys are more than happy to do that. They walk in and they're like, oh, yeah, actually, about that, um, <laughs> that was just a bad call yeah, um, I, from my <clears> part. I'm laughing now because I can relate to that so yeah. much. I did that, I did that yeah. at work once. I, like, I knew something was yeah. messed up. But I, I didn't want to say. No. And I kind of just rolled it and I was yes. trying to fix it myself. Yes. Not yes. asking for help. Yes. And, you yes. know, my, my leader at the end of the day, I remember he came to me and he was like, I know this is, this was messed up a long time ago. I was just waiting for you to come to, just to say. me. Just say. It's, just it's say. It's okay. It's okay. Just say no. Yeah. Yes, you know, when we made that decision then, the knock-on effects were one, two, three. Yeah. And actually, we couldn't have foreseen number four. Therefore, my recommendation is mm. we abandon this. Or my recommendation is because correct. Mm. And you move on. And you move on. That for me it's was so a hard. big, big learning. Mm. And it's still hard. And I won't say, you know, after the, that moment, now I get yeah. it. It's because it's still some of the, a lot of things I still need to unlearn. Mm. But at least now I'm aware. And hence then starting the platform to say, firstly, a lot of us are like just doing the best that we can. We're doing the best that we can mm. with, you know, the best situation. Corporate was not built by women for women. Therefore, mm. if we are going to make the change or actually drive the change that we want for our daughters and our daughters' daughters, we we have to, you know, kind of give each other grace and support each other in those mm. spaces. So when you walk into a boardroom and it's just two women and 10 men, don't now be like fighting each other because actually you want to be the only female in the room. It makes no sense. There's power in numbers. And that is why patriarchy continues because there's they have power the numbers. in numbers. Exactly. Yeah. And then we also support patriarchy with some of the other things that we do. But that's a discussion for <laughs> another day. But um, yeah, so In Good Company was started because of that. Just mm. to say, let's get together. And it was first like with senior leaders and um, bringing in even more senior women, just learning from them. Mm. Um, I remember I had a grad at the time that just said to me, I don't know why I'd want to like grow beyond a certain level because there's like few women at the top and the few that are there, they look so miserable. Like I see them in board meetings, they get drowned in by the noise. Yeah. Like when you're presenting to the exco, you can see the poor lady trying to like say, no, but I think, and just speaking over her. And, you know, so it's like, I don't aspire to that. Like I look at it and I'm like, so uh, yeah, I, I thought that was really, really, really wrong. Um, and I felt that we have a responsibility mm. because even when you, even when you don't put your hand up to be a mentor, Someone is watching in any case. And that, for me, is the responsibility that mm. we have. So you might not be saying that, oh, I'm going to mentor you and mentor you and mentor you. But you might have, even if it's one young lady who's just looking at you and only you. And 
you have a responsibility to her, you know, because mm. um, she's learning from your journey. She's admiring what you're doing. Um, she's trying to figure out her, herself in this corporate life thing through the things that she sees um, in you. So, mm. yeah, it's a big responsibility that we have. Don't you think that's like a lot of pressure, though? Um, you know what? It is a lot of pressure. I won't lie. But where we are... <sighs> I mean, revolution comes with pressure. That's yeah, the unfortunate part. That's true. That, um, you know, the more you read about everything that's going on, you know, I often get asked, there are so many of these women empowerment things, like how are they different? And I'm like, but they're, they're not enough. So it's still not enough. They're still not enough. Mm. Like even if 10 more pop up tomorrow, we still need more because we are going backwards mm. in terms of women in leadership. Um, it's like a leaking bucket, you put a new woman, but the others are coming out because yeah, policies yeah. have been changed, systems have been changed to allow for women to also just thrive as much as uh, men do in, in, in corporate. So for me, we need to continue to have these discussions. We need to continue to put the right people in the room. We need to con continue to challenge. And that does come with pressure and stress. Um, and when we get tired, we rest and we get, get back right on back. It. Yeah. yeah. We okay. just don't quit. Okay. So let's talk a bit about In Good Company then. Yes. So when you started it and what was, what was the main goal and how were you going to execute your vision at the time? And how has that grown to today? Yeah. So, you know, when it started, it was just a platform for sharing and connecting. Literally just saying, because first, you know, women, we're not the best networkers. Yeah, we can pass each other in the corridors every day at work and you still wouldn't know the lady sitting next to you mm. and actually what she likes and what she's going through. Which it, There's just something that I don't know whether there's just always this barrier or this thing of just, I can't just like, you know, and then it's going <laughs> to look a certain way. And because of that, yeah. we are not, we're not building the boys clubs, you know, boys just connect over anything, over beer, over golf, over, over soccer, over whatever. Mm. But now they're boys. You're like, but I just bumped into you at the rugby. Now, no, 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 no. Now we're boys. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. You know, they, so when there's whatever, I got you. When there's this, I got you. So we, we're not doing that for ourselves. So in the beginning, it was just about, let's get to know each other. Let's connect. Let's let us ourselves um, <clears throat> form a network that is of support. Can I come to work not feeling like I'm on my own? Mm. Um, when I do get stuck, can I feel like it's okay to just say, can we grab some coffee? There's this thing yeah. that kind of happened or, you know. Um, so that that's where it started. And it has grown and evolved and evolved over time into um, now saying, how do I access you know, different powerhouses and create a space for them to share yeah. um, and educate. So last year we started our first masterclass to make it like tangible and actionable. Our masterclass we had with um, Zamo Masito, which was such a beautiful masterclass. And, you know, I don't know how or what, you know, I'm still planning the next one after him. And the reason why I say his was beautiful is at the heart, he's a teacher. So that's, that's where he comes from. Yeah. So when you're asking a teacher who's ended up as this marketing guru to share his journey, my God, 
We got beautiful templates. We literally spent like hours and hours with him um, when he was teaching us how to um, learn how to get to know yourself and the mm. importance of that. Uh, learning about your history, learning about even just the blessings and curses in your family. You know, like yeah. sometimes we don't even know that. Like uh-uh. we we do things and we think like it's random. And you know, actually, it's just it's been it just repeating yeah. itself. You know. Um, it was a beautiful session. So that's what Input Company is now. We have like the masterclasses, which are mainly just actionable things. So whatever we have uh, for the masterclass, we have templates. We It's almost like literally a training session. Like it's practical. Yeah, it's actually practical. doing the work. Yeah. He talked to us about um, our relationship with money and how to manage that. Literally gave us templates on what to do. Um, this is what the grid should look like. And this is how you should manage it on a month-to-month basis. Because mm-hmm. until you fix your relationship with money. Mm. And you know we don't like talking about money. I know, right? <laughs> we don't want to talk about thing. money. It's like, so that's the... That's why you are you don't know like I'm working so hard I'm earning more but I'm still feeling more broke you're like mm, check that relationship <laughs> you know what is it yeah. um, that uh, you see money as or how you use money mm-hmm. in terms of you know personal expression and all of that but yeah that's uh, that's where we are with IGC and you had your summit last year yes oh i can't believe i didn't go i can't believe i missed it actually i'm not missing this year's one. oh my god so how was that that was you oh. had Issa Rae come all the way listen you know when she said i think the first part is don't be scared to dream like just don't be mm-hmm. um Issa Rae, literally i reached out to her explained to her who I was, a big nobody, explained to her what I was trying to do. And she actually said, I, I like what you're doing. I really believe that we need to have conversations like this. And therefore, I'll come. Just like that? Yeah, I'll come. And... <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, you know, having her down here and having her share her story, um, spending some time with her here and learning from um, from her was, you know, quite phenomenal because her story is one that is completely, completely authentic. She just didn't allow, you know, people to change her vision or her dreams or the things that she wanted to do. She said... This is what I want, and you are telling me that there's no room for it. I don't accept it. I'll make space. Yeah, I don't accept your 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 view. I respect it, but that's your view. Mm. And he went on. She went on, and she created, you know, um, phenomenal platforms that continue to disrupt mm-hmm. Hollywood, that continue to change the narrative about black people, about black women. Um, she made it okay for all of us to be awkward. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Exactly. To be insecure. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, because now, like, we don't have to be, like, this picture-perfect what-what mm-hmm. thing that has always been shown to us. Like, yeah. now, actually, it's like, guys, I am different, and it's, it's okay, you know? I do have insecurities, and it's okay. And it's okay. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. okay. So that, for me, um, having her last year was, it could only be God's work. 
That's all I can say. Mm. Like all of last year, that's that's the oh, that, that's the summary that he he just carried me because you you can have a vision and you can work towards it every day, but sometimes there is just divine intervention that just yeah kind of you know connects. And can you imagine how many emails they get for them to even see exactly, this one? Exactly. Um, so I I know that. I'm very clear in my mind that um, I just. But but but, but I, I feel like there's something about when you have the right intent intention. Yeah. And you know when, like the universe, God will align everything for exactly. for you know for your vision to happen. Exactly. When you have the right intention, I feel like yeah. it will always work out. Yeah. And just clarity. So and for me, the other thing is collaborations, which. We don't talk much about that. Sometimes we want to do everything on our own mm. and we wonder why we are struggling. Collaboration is everything. You cannot do it on your own. Mm. Um, and you're right. The universe will find the right people for you. For you yeah. So don't make excuses. Don't mm-hmm. say, well, I reached out to Jabu and Jabu didn't help me. You reached out to Jabu, Jabu didn't help you because actually she wasn't the one that's supposed to help you. Yes. Because if, yeah, if she was the one, she would have. Yes. So keep knocking. Keep on working. The person that is supposed to help you is there. I get surprised. The universe has already put them there. Yeah. I get surprised every single time because like when I try yeah. to get guests on the show, yeah. I literally just DM people <laughs> and I'm yes. like, you know, yes. I get shocked. Like every single time I'm just like, Wait, did she really say yes? I know. Like, why? And I literally I will ask myself, but why? Like, I, you don't even know exactly. me. Exactly. But it's because... Exactly. Yeah. Because you are clear on what it is that you want. Mm. And you are clear on your vision. And the more you work on you, the universe will bring... They'll bring everybody to you. Mm. You will shock yourself. One day you'll say, hi, Issa Ray, can I talk to you about this? Yeah. And say, okay. You'll be like, What? You're like, what? sorry, what just happened? Did you hear <laughs> what I said, actually? I actually said, you must have, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So don't, don't, um, don't be scared of your dreams. Mm-hmm. Just know that you, the people that are meant to help you will help you. You will find them. Yeah. You guys will find each other. Mm. And we'll take it from there. Okay. Okay. So um, what are you, so the, the, the next summit is coming up. Yeah. Um, in September. Yeah. Um, can you give us a little... Bit of what to expect. Uh, hey, how's it gonna go down? Uh, the next summit, guys. I'm you have so to get tickets. I am so excited about it. Mm-hmm. So this year, so last year we had a great session. We had a number of ladies there. This year, our biggest focus is to connect, connect the people that come to the summit to the people that they are coming to listen to, because if there's one thing that we do know is that. Time is a luxury mm-hmm. that, you know, if I, if someone is going to dedicate their time to come to In Good Company and spend their day with us, I want to make sure, I mean, obviously we are like a whole team working on this. We want to make sure that when you walk out, it was more than just, you know, some champagne and okay, I heard this and I heard that. Yeah. So what we um, have this year is that you can actually literally book time with the speakers. Okay. You can have one-on-one sessions. So those who've already bought their tickets, you should be harassing us already. I didn't know that, by the way. Yes. I have my tickets and I didn't know that. So now I know what I'm doing tonight. I'm just going to... Yeah, I know. Okay. I'm just giving myself a headache. Okay. 
I'm not, I'm not sleeping tomorrow. Yeah. But if you have your tickets, now you can take a ticket as a code mm-hmm. and you can engage with us on our website. And you can say, looking at the panel of speakers, you can say, I'd like to spend 15 minutes with Nelson Makamo as an example. Right, uh. and you can see the times that he has allocated because all of them are going to allocate some yeah. time um, for the one-on-one interactions, and you can go spend time with him for fifteen minutes. You can ask him whatever it is that you want to know. Um, why is or how did he become this amazing artist? Or mm. what's it like um, for him to now be able to network or whatever it is that you want to know? Mm. But at least you walk out of there firstly having had some quality time and something tangible from the people that you're actually coming to see. And then secondly, you can tell us now what industries you are interested in and then we can start pairing you. So on the background, we have partnered with uh, Stain City and Stain City has access and a platform called 7% Tribe. Yes. 7% being all these powerful women who are CEOs in big um Corporates, we can then pair you with those women. And we can say, actually, you are in mining. This lady will be at the function. Okay. Please, you know, don't leave without connecting with them. Yeah. Or you are in fashion. We are going to have this lady. Um, don't leave before connecting with them. Because for us this year, as much as there's always international, there's always guest speakers, and we've got an amazing honorary this year. We can't wait to announce her. Oh, my gosh. I mean, last year was yeah. amazing. I mean, Dr. Yvonne Chaka Chaka is mind-blowing. Yes, I mean, just yes. being in the same space with her, I was like, I used to love you as a child, yeah. and now I'm here with you. Yeah. Um, this year's honorary is, oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. So I think you're in for a beautiful treat. There's going to be talks, panel discussions, music, um, lots of connecting time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have beautiful experiences again, as we did last year. So makeup, um, we're going to have a fashion, beauty, and um, art area. So you can um, kind of also get some downtime. Okay, so definitely, definitely looking forward to this year's event. I can't wait. Um, you also started the IGC Power Circles. Yes. Can you tell us a bit about that? So Inkwood Company actually started with the smaller groups and grew into something that's quite big. Mm-hmm. And we love the big platform now. It's great. Mm. But we're missing the small intimate sessions. And that's why we've brought in um, the Power Circles to life. Power Circle will never be more than 30 ladies at a time. So it's 15 to 30. Mm. Um, For the launch, we've partnered with uh, the McCullen Whiskey. And they literally just provide us with a chef, um, a four-course meal. We have cocktails, which is always great. Mm. But the purpose of it is to then have, you know, dialogue about a number of things. So our next session is happening next week, Friday, which is on Women's Day. We're going to be talking about powerful speeches from powerful women and just having some debate on, you know, what was that about? Mm-hmm. Um, we've just launched our first one now, which was uh, Princess Zenani and the, the speech that she delivered at her mother's um, funeral. Yes. And we've actually never spoken about that, mm-hmm. all of us, you know. Yeah. Um, it all happened and 
we're we've, watching. We, yeah, yeah, we've never actually just had dialogue. Um, so next week is going to be a bit intense because we actually, you know, um, we're all just going to now talk and vocalize all of these things. We watch the documentaries. We um, we read Mama Winnie's books. And we have so, I have so many questions and I'm hoping that the ladies at the table will just indulge me and yeah. let's just have that conversation. Like, what do you think happened? And what, you know, did we fail her? Did we not? Like, what actually happened with okay. Mama Wini? Because some of yeah. it, you're like, I sat there in, in when everything was happening and some of it, I didn't even know. I was like, I didn't know this. I didn't know that mm. happened. And you're like, oh, snap, like, did I not get myself informed enough? What happened? Yeah. But um, I think, yeah, it's going to be a nice discussion on, on, on Women's Day just to digest or unpack that a little. And then we'll have a little bit of fun because it is still a celebration. Yes. Yes. Okay. So um, when I was, like, reading up about you, right, you referred to yourself as having a dual career. Yes. Yeah. So... Can you unpack what that means? Because I was actually listening to an interview of yours and I love how you explained it. So can you yeah. just explain what having a dual career means and like why it's important to talk about it as women, especially? Yeah. So for me, I think, you know, dual career and sometimes I'm mean, like, get asked, is it easy? How do you feel about yeah. it? I'm like, yeah, it's tough as hell, but it's not um, impossible. Mm. So for me, dual career is, you know, when you have a nine to five job, a corporate gig, and you still have a business that you are running. And for me, you know, apart, I mean, there's more and more people who are having dual careers yeah. and, you know, whether they call it dual career or not, but the need to have more than one source of income is growing. The economy is tough, mm -hmm. but also <clears throat> our passions. I'm passionate about IGC. I'm passionate about, you know, woman empowerment and woman dialogue. And I'm not going to get that in my corporate gig. Yeah. I'm very clear about that. You know, I'm passionate about creating um, African print inspired active wear and running wellness, you know, I'm, I'm not going to get that in my corporate gig. So for me, I was clear that these are the things that fill me as a person. They keep my love tank full. Mm. Um, but I'm under no illusion in, in saying that it is not easy at all. So, I mean, I've been doing it for a year now. And, you know, some days you feel like I don't know whether I'm coming or going yes. because actually this one needs... Yeah. More of you. 12 hours, yeah. and this one also needs another 12 hours, and you're like, hmm, something's gotta give, but it is doable. Um, mm. and I actually, um, I feel like I'm much happier that I'm able to do and see, um, other works that I am completely, completely, um, responsible for, yeah. Because in corporate, yes, you know, you're heading up marketing and it's great, but you know, you still report to certain structures and they still guidelines whereas on the other side you can actually just it's, it's a blank canvas you know how far the brand grows is just it's up to you yeah so yeah so how so um i had zimasa on here and she yes. wrote about she once wrote on the corporate canvas about she she calls it being a multi-potentialite yeah right and she 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 kind of touched on the article that she wrote about she was talking about how to leverage these different um, passions that you have mm -hmm. how have you 
used you know your passions in an active way and in a yeah. good company with like your corporate gig how have you like or have you even actually gotten the two to kind of work together somehow so firstly you know talking about my passions into business you know as a start i i love exercising yeah so that is what kind of gave birth to sigo so i love fashion i love exercising and then after a while i was like huh but actually there's an opportunity to buy leggings and a crop top that kind of has my print or yeah. you know and it's a guni print and doesn't always have to be this black or gray or yeah. pink or just flowers i mean you know i was inspired by even brands like adidas i was like we wearing all flower head to toe yeah they, yeah why are we not celebrating our art and yes. our print in a different way and that for me with that passion came or i gave birth to sigo and for in good company what does sigo mean sorry sigo is tradition in zulu oh okay yes yes so okay. sigo republic yes. is the republic of traditionalists okay cultured okay. humans <laughs> yeah. um and then for in good company i feel like i've i've always i've always had a passion to help the next person only because in my career i've been helped so much mm. you know from like i said the first manager i had he invested so much in me and he was tough i mean he was he was tough and he was mean and he pushed me mm-hmm. but he was invested and even now if i were to ask him to do it again i'd say actually don't change anything yeah. because he was tough in the right way so i've always been passionate about firstly you know getting people to understand how important or how big a role their leaders play in how they progress in their careers because mm. they either build your confidence or kill your confidence or you know and when you when your confidence is down you struggle with many other things in your life mm. um so that is what kind of brought in you know IGC and then for the work that I do now in my corporate gig you could say that a lot of it is kind of one thing because you yes. know with my brand I'm also very key on doing purpose work purposeful work where you know I look after a food brand and with the passions that I have around empowerment around wellness I what it does filter in because ultimately you are one person right mm. you're not three different yeah. humans so you're still the same person and then you are able to say but you know guys you know we sell food to women do we understand what these women are actually talking about okay. or struggling with or because i've had many intimate conversations with many intimate um with, with many women um about what is happening in their lives how mm. they're growing their careers and how you know you get home and you're like oh my gosh i still have to cook again guys i cooked yesterday why do i need to cook again today like, yeah. you know yeah so i am able to use those insights okay. and put them into the work that i do and yeah. come up with solutions um when we working on sustainability and um csi i'm able to say actually let's go have a dialogue with the young kids let's talk about you know different careers because mm. why we have a high unemployment rate in south africa but if you're thinking about it when you're in grade 9 you're being asked to make all these decisions like choose this subject and that and 
some kids just actually don't have the guidance. Mm-mm. And we can do so much just by sharing your journey. I mean, you don't have to be amazing at whatever. Just by saying, I'm a graphic designer. They're like, what is that? Yeah. Like, what, like, what is a graphic designer? Like, what I've heard doing? of it, yeah. yeah. No, and you're like, you know, and to a child, it's like, I actually, I can draw. I'm not like a maths person, but I'm a very good artist. Mm. Could Can I use this for something? Um, and yeah, so I guess, I mean, I completely agree with uh, Zimasa and I think she's phenomenal. Um, because you are just this one being, somehow you find yourself in spaces that kind of allow you to do the things that you love. Yeah. Because, you know, whether you do it consciously or not, it do, it just does come through because you're passionate about it. Then you're busy saying to McCain, listen, can you, you know, can we sort out, you know, m- meal plans? What what does that look like yeah. when we're targeting? Who are we talking to? Um, when you're sitting there and you're looking at target markets and target audience, you're able to interrogate the data better yeah. because you've seen all these women and their faces, they have lives, they mm. are people. Okay. It's not just an LSM five to six, you know, you are, yeah. So I think for me, people, yeah, yeah, um, I, yeah, I agree. All of it just kind of always find Somehow a way to come together. Yeah. So can you share with us, you know, we always talk about the good stuff, right? Yeah. What, what has been like your biggest uh, mistake or setback or failure However, you would want to phrase it, sure. and what did you learn from it? More importantly, sure, dude. How much time do you have? <laughs> <laughs> Every day has a high and a low. But for me, uh, yo, there's many, there's many, and I've had to just learn how to fail fast and just fail forward. Mm. Um, and I'll use maybe the most recent thing where it's like um, maybe in good company last year as an example as successful as it looked and it was amazing and we implemented it well, it was, it was tough in terms of bringing in good company to life, mm-hmm. in terms of managing and balancing, you know, uh, P&Ls and making sure that thing actually makes a profit. And, you know, so managing it at a business level, the intention was always clear that yeah. we're not going to shortchange um, the execution we decided to take a leap of faith. We decided to be bold and do this, and we're gonna do it well, and then we will deal. No half-assing it. No like we will. Yeah. yeah, we will not. We're not gonna have an event that goes. Oh, Mara, shame! It was her first <laughs> one. You know, like <laughs> yeah, it's shame. It was her first one. Uh, but with that, then comes with okay. Now that you have done this, what happens? You know, and being a perfectionist, sometimes you don't listen to your finance directors. You're just like. The naysayers, don't listen to them. They're trying to like ruin our lives. Um, so yes, for me, the first one was exactly that. Just managing the budget and being realistic and being kind of cutthroat in saying, this is what we need. This is a nice to have. This mm. is what you need. So that's what I've learned. So last year, we did everything that we wanted. It was great. But there's many things that we could have done better yeah. had we just focused a little bit more on the detail um, and we could have come out on the other side um, a little bit better. Mm. So that for me is one failure that I would talk about over and over again to say that, you know, sometimes not um, just because it glitters, it doesn't mean that it's gold, yeah. but it is a learning. I wouldn't, I wouldn't 
change it. Um, it happened the way that it needed to happen. And what I learned was, yes, have the ideas, have the beautiful concepts, but always balance it with the detail. Yeah. Like the dev- the devil is in the detail. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if a lot of people are like, well, no, don't sweat the small stuff. Like, actually, it's the small <laughs> sweat stuff. Sweat the small stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's the small stuff that gets you mm. and, like, come and bite you in the ass. So that, for me, would be the first one. Um, and then what else will I talk about? Um, uh, even for Sigo Republic as an example, when we started, because we didn't know much about production, so I started it with uh, my best friend, and thank God, you know, I had her, because at times when I was like, okay, actually, we can't do this. She was like, of course we can. Like, and, then, it, yeah. and then when she's just like, actually, no, we are crazy. I'm like, no, of course we could do this. Um, you know, dealing with suppliers and oh. sometimes people are just like not legit. They're just not legit. Um, so yeah, you you kiss a couple of frogs until you get to your prince. <laughs> and that for me has been the learning. Mm. The the it, it's been tough. Some of it we we spend a lot of time with the manufacturer only to actually find that they're not what you thought they were, and you've wasted all of this time, and it's just yeah, it kills your spirit, yeah. but you just you 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 just soldier on, and then when you finally see your product done and out there, then you're like, now we know. Um, and hence, you know, places like in good company even become more and more um, important. Talk about um, this stuff. Yeah, mm. and say here are the legit people. Come here, you know. Um, there's another friend of ours who was asking, you know, if someone asks you like, who does your clothes? Would you give them your contacts? Like, yes. There's like 58 million people in South Africa. 58 million. Even if they make a onesie like this and theirs is gold and it doesn't, there's enough for all of us. There's room for all of us. We haven't even begun yeah. to say what's happening globally. Here, Angie. There is, there, if you want to go to the same supplier and you want to do the t shirt as well, do it. Do it again. Yes. There is so much. So much that we still mm-hmm. um, can do. So for me, this is um, another thing that you know IGC needs to address. To say if you are in fashion and you are in at leisure, here are the guys that are legit. Let me save another woman six months Ish. of running around and doing nothing. Mm. You know, and just say, well, I went through the pain. You here can go learnings. to this person. Here, are my learnings. Go through your own pain, but mm. like different pains, not the same ones that I've, you know, um, gone through. Mm. And that way we just progress. If we get to a space where we are just able to share knowledge and not feel like, oh my gosh, but if I tell her, then she's going to make the same jacket as me and just give it a different name. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, um, uh, so my favorite quote ever is, be who you needed when you were younger. Yeah. And I always ask all of my guests this. If you could go back and talk to younger, the younger Javulile, what would you say to her? So, firstly, I tell her that this thing is a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's a start, you know? Mm. Take your time. Get to know yourself. Um read just read more just read bios learn and hear other people's stories Mm. um 
travel, be open to different cultures, just just be open to different experiences because that then opens your mind to other things. You know, you go in and you're like, oh, this is how the Zulu culture actually is. And there might be something that fascinates you there. Yeah. This is how, you know, this culture is. There might be something that you find and you're like, oh, I could do something with yeah. this. That for me is what I would say to my younger self, to just say, I mean, yeah, you know, like just stopping so hard on yourself, stop being so rigid. Um, this thing of when I grow up, I want to be this. Um, it's it's not a finite thing. You don't get to a point where it's like, okay, tick, done. Now you're grown up. Yeah. Now you're this thing. <laughs> It's it's happened. Yeah. Um, it's a journey. Just yeah. yeah, continue. It's okay. Learn, explore, live, live, find the things that make you happy. Mm. Like be clear on what they are. Yeah. Cause I you know, for me, it took a while to just get to a point where you are just not doing things because actually mommy, you know, then says, Well done, or yeah. Mang Mang does. It's like what actually makes you happy? Uh. You're like, I actually don't know. But I know that when I do this, it makes my mom happy. But when I do that, I know it makes her happy. But what makes you happy? Yeah. What are those things? What are those things? Just find them mm. and do more of them. And more and more and more. And more, just keep going. Just keep doing. Yeah. Just the things that bring you joy. Uh, I love that. Okay, so cool. thank you so much for okay. sharing your story. Thank you for like I actually would love to continue, but I mean, <laughs> you know, um, how know. can people get in touch with you and maybe oh, buy tickets? Sorry. Oh yes, yeah. so I mean, you can just go to our website, which is www.ingoodco.co.za. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, you can buy the tickets directly from there, but um, just also go for the content. So what we also do is we put a, a lot of um, quotes and messages from our past speakers. Uh, we've started to upload blogs and have conversations like this and just, um, you know, just sharing that platform. Mm. Um, if you have any question uh, for us, all our contact details are there. Um, our cell numbers are there. Our email address is there. Um, yeah, we really are just here to be of service. Okay. I mean, in, in good company, was started for that yeah. service. That's exactly what it's for. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your Thank story. You Thank me. you. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. If you like this episode, take a screenshot and share it with us on Instagram or Twitter at SheBrigade. Don't forget to leave us your feedback by giving us a rating and review on iTunes. See you on the next episode. Bye.